You've always had what it takes to make it happen. And we know the right tools can make it easier. At Strayer University, we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success. That's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program. So you can start off on the right foot and keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. Star Wars 7x7 episode 351. Today it's our Star Wars Trivia Weekly Lightning Challenge. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. I'm here with... Joey Vuvod, as always. Quizmaster Joe's going to read me the full question so you can play along at home. And I've got five minutes to answer as many questions as I can. Time starts when Joe reads the first question. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Then let's do it. Whose earliest job involved programming binary load lift- lifters? C-3PO. Correct. Who, while in the Alderaan system, jammed the TIE Fighter's transmission to keep the Rebel crew from being identified? Uh, Chewie did. Uh-huh. Who did Leia remember is very beautiful? Her mother. Uh-huh. What was the call sign for the rebel base on Yavin, Yavin's moon during the first Death Star battle? The call sign? Oh, no. Uh, home one? Base no. one. Base one. Ah, uh, all right. Almost, but... Home one was for Return of the Jedi, but anyway. Oh, I actually never knew that before, ever. That base one just blew my mind. All right. Okay, so... How many nostrils grace a Tauntaun's face? How many nostrils? Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, two? Four. Four. Shucks. What news magazine declared Star Wars the year's best movie in May 30th, 1977 issue? Time? Yes. Oh, wow. Who warned Luke not to get cocky? Han Solo. Correct. How many characters were in the Falcon's cockpit during the second Death Star battle? Uh, four. Correct. Whose first words in Return of the Jedi were, Rise, my friend. The Emperor's. Correct. Who told C-3PO to wait for him by the speeder outside Moss to the cantina? Luke. Correct. Who was the gruesome Ewok banquet uh, uh, to, uh, intended to honor? C-3PO. Correct. I read gruesome, I was like, wait, that can't be right. Yeah. That's why I hesitated for a few seconds. <laughs> Then I remembered. What does Han cry out when he first utters a line in Return of the Jedi? What does he cry out when he first utters a line in Return of the Jedi? Yeah. Uh, I can't see. Correct. Where'd you get that from? Uh, is, it, is that from like when they're freeing him? Or? From the carbonite, yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. probably why. Does it give it, does, like, is it, isn't there a thing called like carbonite sickness? Or exactly, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's what, that's what Boosh says to him, says that you have carbonite sickness. Yep, and that his sight will return in time. Oh. Yep. You mean, remember. a.k.a. Princess Leia? A.k.a., that's right. Yeah, okay. I knew it. You did. Who feasted on amphibious creatures from a snack bowl? Jabba the Hutt. Correct. What type of vehicles do you to shoot down the first Imperial Scout Walker on Endor? What type of vehicle shoots down the first Imperial Scout Walker? Uh-huh. Another Imperial Scout Walker. Correct. Ha-ha! Who was Obi-Wan's Jedi Apprentice before Luke? Uh, Anakin Skywalker. That was probably the easiest question you're going to get all quiz. Ah, maybe. 
Who opened the door to Platform 327 during the evacuation of Cloud City? Uh, R2-D2. Correct. How many antenna does Imperial Droid, Imperial Probe Droid have? Two. Correct. Ugh. How many paragraphs make up the opening crawl of the text Empire Strikes Back? Three. Correct. Uh, who described as being more machine than man? Darth Vader. Correct. What type of vehicle did Vader use to travel between his flagship and the Cloud City in the Empire Strikes Back Special Edition? Ooh, uh, Imperial Shuttle? Correct. What did General Reikian say would be the primary target of Imperial forces on the Hawk? The power generators. The shield generators. The power generators. The power generators. Yeah, the power generators. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was reading the wrong one. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I skipped one. Oh. So I was like, huh? <laughs> What planet is orbited by nine moons? By nine moons? Mm-hmm. Uh... Ooh. Um... Hoth? Endor. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Actually, wait, I don't know why it took me so long to answer that. The first time I saw it, I was like... Like, that, that's why it really confused me on the General Reikian one. Yeah. Because I was like, what did General Reikian say would be the primary target for Imperial Forces than Hoth? I was like... Andor? Because <laughs> it said it on the back. I was like, right. okay. That had nine moons? Really? Yeah, apparently. Wow, okay. It's new to me. Alright. Who uttered the words Bo Shoda? Or Shoda? Oh, right. no. Uh, uh. Oh, no. Uh, Boosh. Jabba the Hutt. Ah, yeah. Whose last name in Return of the Jedi was When He Comes Back, I Won't Get in the Way? Who, whose last line in the movie mm -hmm. was that? Oh, Han Solo's. Yes, correct. Who did Luke levitate through the forest wall in Dagobah? R2-D2. Correct. Who was the only person besides Luke to ignite Luke's blue-bladed lightsaber? His, his blue-bladed lightsaber? Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi? Han. Oh, yeah, that's right, of course. That was a bad one, all right. I don't remember that, so... Yeah, it was when he sliced open the Tauntaun in the Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, All right, we'll total up the scores and uh, let you know how I did when we get back. This episode is sponsored by One and One. They've been our web host since 2006. <laughs> uh, well, not the podcast, of course. Podcast hasn't been around that long. But for our various other ventures, and you can get a 99-cent hosting package with a free domain included right now if you go to sw7x7.com slash one and one. That's the number one, A-N-D, then the number one again. All right, we're back. I'm here with special guest scorekeeper Cecilia. Cecilia, how did I do? Um, well, you got 21 right and 5 wrong. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, it's better than last week, certainly. So thank you very much for being our guest scorekeeper this time around. You're welcome. And I uh, hope you did better at home. Thank you so much for playing along. Here's scorekeeper Declan. <laughs> I'm right here. I was listening in all along. And my dad here knew it. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Star Wars 7x7. The Force is my ally, and so are you, when you give Star Wars 7x7 a great rating or review on your favorite podcasting app. It means a lot, especially in helping me be discovered by more heroic people like you. For show notes, swag links, and our Star Wars breaking news Twitter feed, go to sw7x7.com. It's not a trap, it's destiny unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2014 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!